You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Hello, my friend, and welcome to our little corner of the podcast world. If you are new here, (laughs) buckle up. We have fun here. (laughs) And if you are part of the fun already, we are so excited to have you back. Make sure that subscribe button is tapped to stay up to date on all of our episodes. And also, reviews are seriously so, so helpful for us. So if you haven't left one yet, two minutes to write your thoughts and feedback is just so important and means the world to us. We read every single review and we don't take that lightly. Now, alrighty, on to the show. Today's episode is all about, drumroll please, podcasting. (laughs) I'm guessing the title kind of gave that away, but anyways, if you are a podcast junkie, and I'm kind of assuming you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, anyways, you may have had the thought floating around in the back of your head to start your own podcast. Great, fantastic, but where the heck do you start? Today, we are breaking down the top three first steps to getting started with a podcast. Before getting into the podcasting world, we had a lot of these questions and unknowns, so we're hoping to break it down for you today from picking your niche, setting up your format, all the way to gear, software, and beyond. If you are wanting to start your own podcast, or even if you're just curious about the behind the scenes of how we run ours, this is going to be a fun show, so let's get started. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. We're stoked on this episode. We're stoked on life. And <laughs> yeah, woo. Um, I think just like Evie said in the intro, like podcasts had like it's been hot, right? It's kind of a mm-hmm. a new-ish format. I mean, it's not like TV that's been around for a long time. It's <laughs> it's a new avenue of of ways to share content and ways to show up in the world. And I think it's it's just something that a lot of people are becoming more aware of and are getting a little bit more interested in. I mean, us included, we we loved listening to podcasts when we wanted to create our own. We were like, hey, we should do that. We that's a great avenue. And so I kind of really quick wanted to talk about before we even dive into like what to do and the steps to do to create a show, talking about why a show matter, like why it's even important, like why podcasting? Um, why do we love it? Why are they even important? And I think the first thing that I can think of is like, it's so personal and intimate. Um, I think mm-hmm. when you hear someone's voice, uh, it's just, I don't know, it's, it, it brings you into a level of connection with that person even more than just um, reading texts or like a blog post. Um, it's like having a phone call with them. Like it's like a conversation yeah. almost. Yes. I saw in our podcast Facebook group, which if y'all have not uh, joined, you should. We have the link in the show Shameless notes. Shameless plug. <laughs> the poppin' party. But one <laughs> one person posted in our group, a picture. And they were like, this is what podcasts are listening to a podcast sound like. And it was this kid with like an ice cream cone leaning up against an ice cream truck, I think. But on the truck was like, a like printed an image of like three girls, like laughing at each other, looking at like 
They're like licking their ice cream and laughing at each other. And he was like standing there in real life, like against the truck laughing with his own ice cream. <laughs> and I laughed so hard because that's literally, it's so like you're, you feel like you're talking to friends and you're just like sitting down for coffee. You're just technically not there, but you're still talking back with them. I'll, I'll give a moment so that you can talk back right now. <laughs> ah, we're all laughing. <laughs> Anyways. I think, oh I think just God. in general, podcasts are so intimate and they're so personable. Like, like you just said, Evie, you feel like you're talking to them uh, on a phone call or just with a friend. Yeah. And that's honestly why a lot of our, we really intentionally try to make our podcasts unscripted. I mean, we have bullet points, but, and, and there's so many different avenues of how you can podcast and we'll get into that a little bit, but um, we just really like to make ours conversational for that intimate feel. But mm-hmm. I think another reason that podcasts are so awesome is you can multitask. Like, Almost never do I listen to a podcast and just sit there and, and like listen and, and stare at the ceiling, right? You almost always are yeah. doing podcasts in on your commute, um, on a walk, on a bike ride, or while doing the dishes, or while, I don't know, what else? Showering. I don't know. That's yep. kind of weird, but I do it. Um, Wait, that's weird. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> Is I mean, that like a weird thing weird. to do? It's weird if somebody's like showering right now while they're listening to this. It's fine. <laughs> okay, well, now you're just getting creepy. <laughs> now I just made it weird. Anyways, uh, basically, basically, it's just like really awesome. It's unlike, like, say, for example, uh, stories on your on Instagram or even a YouTube video where if you're watching something or listening to something, you're, you're typically watching something. So you have to have like your attention on your phone or your computer. Whereas a podcast, mm-hmm. you can just listen via audio while doing something else. So it's, you can get stuff done while you listen to podcasts, which is really awesome. Um, and then the last yeah. thing I would say is as a business or a brand, it really positions yourself in a space where you can be an expert and an authority on a topic. Even if it's like a conversational lifestyle podcast, you can still position yourself as an authority in just like putting out content on any topic. Um, and so that's why we love it. It was just another avenue that we really wanted to tap into to create content for people and show up and have that intimacy with, with our friends and just really fill that space with the education that we love to provide. So that's kind of mm-hmm. why we love podcasts, why we think it, they're awesome. I feel like they're up and coming, which is great. And yeah, mm-hmm. so we're going to dive in to like the top three things that you kind of need to know or think about in order to get started. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, we could probably do an entire podcast episode just on the importance of podcasting or the, yeah. you know, we'll opportunities behind podcasting. So that was just like a very, very brief overview of why we love it and why we think it's important. So yeah, to get started into the things you're probably going to want to keep in mind slash do slash, you know, focus on questions to answer, whatever, when starting a podcast, number one, pick a niche and a title. Now, I know that may be like, okay, duh, I need to pick a title, but we're going to actually talk to you about like why that's actually pretty important with podcasting. Um, So first and foremost, niching. Let's talk about that. You want to have it be specific in who you're you're talking about and stuff so that it comes up in searches. So people don't typically listen to podcasts on general topics, but they usually do on more specific ones. For example, business podcasts or faith podcasts or history podcasts or true crime podcasts. Um, it's people always are wanting yes, it's it's typically very, very topical of this is what you're going to get if you listen to our podcast. Um, so questions to ask yourself are, 
what do you want to be talking about? What are your expertise or your passions that you want to be sharing with the world? Who is your ideal audience? Those are all questions that you should keep in mind when you're choosing like the niche that you want to go into with podcasting. Um, And then just keep searchability on the forefront of your mind. So if you're trying to get some attention and, and, you know, eyes on or ears, I guess, technically on your podcast, um, think through intentionally choosing a niche and a title that are both searchable and that people are actually going to be looking for. So I don't actually know that this is true, but in my mind, just where I am in my current season of life, like I'm probably not going to be looking for a podcast specifically on mug collecting, like coffee mug collecting, just because I'm just like, I, I would, I would never search for that. But I don't know if maybe people actually really love that kind of thing. I don't know. But that's just an example of like, I would search for maybe collector, you know, information. Like that type of thing might be a little bit more, it's niched, but it's not so niche specific that most people aren't going to look for it. Well, so I think with that, titles are super important to just like you said, to make it searchable, to make sure that the title is very, very reflective of the show. So for example, we infuse our faith and our heart, like, cause that's the basis behind our company, the heart university, our faith and our heart into all that we do, especially particularly business. So that's why we particularly named this show heart and hustle, because it combines the two things that we are really passionate about, which is faith and the heart behind it, but then also like really practical strategies and business tools to help people succeed and thrive. So that's kind of, that title is very indicative of what you can expect by listening to the show. And so I really recommend, especially if you are not known for your name, like if you're not famous, I would recommend not even famous, just like, like worldwidely known, maybe not even worldwidely, but whatever. (laughs) If, if you're just like a small potato, which I count myself as a small (laughs) potato, I'm like, (laughs) That sounds so condescending though when you're like, if you're just a small potato listening oh, to this. Like. Well, but I'm counting myself in that mashed potato bucket. So yes. it's fine. Um, Same. Which is why we didn't name this show like the Lindsay and Evie show. Well, I'll get into this. So like, basically, if you are small potato, you want your title to be searchable, right? You want people to find it because they're not going to be typing into Apple Podcasts like your name, unless you're Taylor Swift. And then in that case, they will not even that level, but whatever. (laughs) And so my recommendation is naming it something very specific to what, again, you can expect from the show as as a whole. Um, The other side to that is if you do have somewhat of a platform and you are pretty known in your space and you're already kind of a leader in in your own space, then I think absolutely putting like your name, like it could be like the Lindsay Roman show or like whatever your name is. Um, That's another avenue to do as well. I know a lot of people do that. Like the Jasmine Star show is a really great example. Um, Mm -hmm. She was very much known before she started a podcast. And so that, I think that's why like she can absolutely get away with that because she's always, she's already a big potato. (laughs) I don't know why that's the example. Jasmine Star, if you are listening to this, you are a big potato. (laughs) We love you. (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah. So those are just some things to keep in mind. Keep, you know, in mind searchability and just what people might be typing in. Um, make sure you are checking before you create a podcast and a title that nobody else is currently using that title. You don't want any brand or show confusion going on. Um, so just make sure, yeah, yeah, make sure nobody else is already using that and that you are clear in your category, in your title, in your photo, make it as crisp and clear as possible just for searchability, for people being able to see exactly who you are and the vibe of your show and the the category that it's in. 
Yes. Okay. So number two. So number one was pick a title and a niche. Make sure that's strategic. Number two is workflow and format. So there's a lot of different work. I mean, like formats, I guess, in different pods. Like sometimes you listen to a podcast and it's very conversational or it's very scripted or just even like the format of like intro, musical, theme song, whatever, and then body and then outro or whatever. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. And I feel like that's kind of where the creativity can come in. I don't think there's one way to do it necessarily Mm -hmm. because I've seen so many different methods and formats work. The way that we do Mm -hmm. it is we have obviously our little intro, um, which we always record after. Usually we do an interview, especially with a guest. We record it the intro right after. So that way it's fresh in our minds of what we just talked about. Um, So we have Mm -hmm. our intro and then we go into our little theme song. Um, And for our theme song, we literally just hired a voiceover artist on Fiverr um, and then paired it with royalty-free music. So little hack right there. Um, And then we have obviously like the body of the pair the paragraph, the body of the podcast, uh, which is what you were listening to right now. It's basically the long seg. It's obviously like the majority of the podcast. Um, and then we, you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We just fade ours out to music. Um, I know sometimes people have an outro that kind of reiterate kind of what the show talked about. So that's another option. Um, and then sometimes there's always ads or like affiliate stuff in, in the show, depending on like what your show is about or Mm -hmm. like that anyways. But that's kind of the format. So like something to think about is, okay, what do we want the show to look like? Especially from our audience perspective or from your audience's perspective, what, how do you want them to feel when listening to this? Do you want it to be like more punchy and to the point, like 20 minute, like bam, like let's go. Here's the content like out. Or do you want it to feel more like a girlfriend chat? Like we're at a sleepover and we're talking on the bed with wine. Like that's the, like, what is the vibe? Because like knowing that vibe is going to help you dictate the format of the show um, and kind of dictate whether you want it to be more conversational or more structured and scripted, Mm -hmm. which would be maybe a little bit more to the point. Um, The other, like kind of with that is, are you going to write your outlines, which goes along with it being scripted? Do you want to write your outlines like a script and then just kind of read it? Or do you want to have bullet points and just talk back and forth, which is what we do. We have bullet points, like I'm reading off of a bullet point right now. Um, (laughs) and we have bullet points and then we just kind of bounce back and forth, especially with two Mm -hmm. hosts. I feel like it's, that's a whole other conversation. I feel like it's, it's different with two hosts for sure, because we typically try to like bounce back and forth a lot. And one of us will get an idea or a thought. And like, we're, we're just not very scripted people. If you know anything about us, we're just not. (laughs) So, so we really like having general bullet points and outlines to make sure we get to all of the main points that we wanted to talk about. But we very, 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 very rarely are actually reading like an entirely scripted sentence. Um, So we just, that's how we personally love it. Our intros, our intros are a little bit more scripted because we want to make sure we get, yeah. Yeah. We try to make it as like fast as possible, but with all the relevant information. But anyways, that's probably going into too much detail on what we do. So (laughs) this is about what you want to do on your podcast. So other questions to kind of ask yourself when it comes to, you know, like workflow, uh, how often do you plan to post? Do you want to do it once a month, twice a month, once a week, twice a week? You know, these are questions that you're probably going to want to think of when you're getting into starting your podcast because you'll want to know how how many episodes you need to record, how far in advance, what days, like to prepare them for what days you want to post. And that's another question 
not only how often do you plan to post, but what days do you plan to post? So we post Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, and we know we batch our podcasts episodes on Mondays of every week. So we usually batch out like three months in advance, at least, um, on our shows. So those are just some questions you can ask yourself of, do I want to batch record? Do I want to do it, you know, record every single week? So I'm basically just always caught up. And then if I know something's going on, I can record in advance. Like just those types of questions, sit down and like take a notebook and ask yourself those questions. I think batching really quick is, is really helpful because we just block all of Monday off like this right mm-hmm. now in real time. We are recording. This is the fourth podcast of today that we have recorded. And then we're done. Yeah. Um, which four is kind of a lot for us. We usually try to do two or three. Um, but we needed to get caught up on solo shows and solo shows being just me and Evie, no guest. So yeah, batching is really great to like have that focus on Mondays for us. Mm-hmm. And then that way we can batch in advance and schedule out our shows in advance so that we're always caught up so that we're never in a situation where it's like, Oh crap, we don't have a show on next Monday. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so it's so nice to not have that pressure. You know, for example, I was planning and thinking, you know, okay, I want to take a trip to see my family. And I can look at a Monday and be like, okay, uh, Lindsay, are you okay if we take this Monday off for this trip? Or something like that. And as long as we're batched in advance, it's usually not a big deal if one of us needs to take a Monday off. We don't do that very often, but it gives us that flexibility where we're not constantly in a crunch of I'm behind on my shows. And if I don't record today, I'm going to like be behind. So we personally love batch working in pretty much all of our business, but especially on podcasting, it's super helpful. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh Uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It's that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. Hey, Heart fam. We had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. 
It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. (laughs) HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline and excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. So actually, Lindsay, what? Yeah. You brought up a really good point of uh, solo shows or guest shows. So those are some questions you can ask yourself too. Do you want to take that away? For sure. Yeah, that's a big question is, do you want to do your podcast by yourself? Like you are the solo host or do you want to do it with a friend? Obviously, we already were like a duo over on the Heart University with our company. And so it it made like we as a company wanted to start a podcast like us individually did not. And so that's kind of how it flowed for us. But that is a really good question mm-hmm. to ask yourself is, do I want to do it alone or do I want to have a co-host? And if you have a co-host, the other question with that to ask is, do you want to record virtually like separate or do you only want to record when you are physically together? For us, yeah. we wanted consistency. That was more of a priority for us versus being in person. And there are some sacrifices that you have to take with that choice. For example, if we ever interrupt, there is like a few, we try to do this minimally. Um, and we are, I think we're getting kind of better at it, but there are moments where, because we can't physically see each other, we sometimes accidentally interrupt each other. And actually, I think I don't, we haven't tried this yet, but a a way that we could combat that is potentially FaceTiming and then muting it as we record. I've never actually, actually, we haven't tried that. We should probably do that. Well, we could do it on Zoom. (laughs) We're just like brainstorming while we're talking. (laughs) Well, I think that could actually be a really good idea. So that way we don't, because right now, what we do with a guest, if you do have a co-host, is we alternate questions. So Mm -hmm. we have our question list for our guests and we send them to them in advance. So that way they have them as well. And then me and Evie just know that we alternate who's asking the question. But sometimes Mm -hmm. there's back and forth conversation with a guest that you kind of banter back and forth before you get onto the next question. And sometimes because again, we can't see each other, it's, we both step in and it's like, I, I feel like every time we have a guest, and we both respond after. It's like, wow. That's <laughs> like so those good. minions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's I just the, that's the small sacrifice you make with uh, doing it virtually. But for us, consistency was key. And we don't see each other in person enough um, to, Sadly. like, it would, it, it would like, we would post like once every six months if that was the case. And we just can't do that. And so, we yeah. use, oh, well, I'll get, well, that's, we'll talk about that in a second. That sounds but, software. We'll get to that next, what we yeah, use yeah, to yeah. record in separate locations. <laughs> for sure, yeah. For so sure. let me, let me take that one away. So number three, getting into gear and software. I'll go ahead and start with the gear because that's first on our bullet points. And then Lindsay can get back to the software and how we record in separate locations. Yeah. So with your gear, honestly, 
you do not need anything fancy. I mean, fancy stuff is nice. It does sound good. I'm not saying fancy stuff is bad, but you can literally start with your phone headphones with like that built-in mic. If you have an iPhone, you know, the white ones with the cords that have the built-in mic, you can start with that. That is more than fine. You do not have to have everything perfect. I think a lot Um, of our guests actually use that. Yeah. I remember when I was interviewed on podcasts before we started our own. That's what I used to record and it was totally fine. So that's totally, totally fine. The only thing I will say to be aware of, if especially if you are a girl, make sure your hair isn't getting on the mic because I accidentally did that on an interview once and it it was fine, but I was I felt so bad because you could hear like my hair brushing against the microphone and it was like not ideal. So those are just pull your hair back or something or hold the mic up closer to your mouth either way, just so it doesn't rub against your shirt. Those are just little details, <laughs> not on my <laughs> notes. Anyways, um, if you do want to go for something a little bit more professional or uh, a little bit more upgraded from like headphone microphones. Um, Some decent microphones are from Blue. So I used to use a Blue Snowball like years ago. It was my dad's. I used it to record like covers and music and stuff like that. And then now Lindsay and I use Blue Yetis. Um, And honestly, these things are amazing. We have a pop filter in front of it so that we don't like constantly do popping sounds as much as possible. and then literally like a laptop. That's pretty much all you need for gear is just a mic and a laptop. And it's super straightforward. So nothing crazy. Just find a space as quiet as possible. Like don't choose a big echoey living room with cathedral ceilings and hardwood floors. Yeah, you <laughs> um, want a lot of Lindsay. foam or pillows or like you want cushion yeah. basically around you so that the voice doesn't echo. Because I think the main thing with gear is just to make sure that your listeners are having a good listening experience. Because sometimes if it's really bad, that can prevent someone from listening at all. Even if it's great mm-hmm. content, they might just turn it off because it like they can't handle the sound. So that's just like yeah. the priority with that. Um, and I have a really funny story that I kind of want to share real fast about uh, our mic. Um, y'all, oh if, you, <laughs> if you listened to, I think it is the first four episodes of this show. And go, <laughs> literally, you can go back to the first four and to understand what I'm talking about. God bless. Um, because uh, when we got our Blue Yetis in, I'm in, like, I've never podcasted before. I've never used a table mic. I The only thing I know about microphones is like as a singer or a speaker and they are holding it, you speak into the top. Like that's universal, right? So I thought that just applied to all mics. Like I just am unaware. <laughs> um, and so we had our setup. We were both in our closets at the beginning. And like, I have this like foam little board to like really, truly make sure the sound is good. I have my pop mic and I would record. And we, we have an audio engineer who kind of like goes through our, our audio and like puts together our episodes. And for the first, like at the beginning, he could not figure out what it was about my audio specifically that was wrong. It was like, it was trash. It was trash. Yeah. But Evie sounded so good. And I was like, (laughs) we're literally doing the exact same thing. We have the exact same mic. What is like, we're on the same setting what is going on? What's the matter? And we couldn't figure it out. But like we kept, he's like, it's not the worst thing. He's like, we can still record. Like these episodes are fine. He was very kind, but it was trash. (laughs) It was trash. And again, go back to episode like one through four, which is sucky because they're really good content episodes, I feel like, but just get over the fact that I sound like a troll. Um, (laughs) But I couldn't figure it out. And so Hayden, our audio engineer was texting me, like we're trying to brainstorm and problem solve this. And then he sent me this picture. It was like a graphic on how to use mics and it literally had a monkey. Um, and it there was there was one that was like a green, like a check, 
point, like, yes, record like this. And it was the monkey speaking into the side of the mic. And then it had the monkey speaking into the top of the table mic. And it was like, red X, no. And I, <laughs> I looked at that and I texted Hayden back and I was like, oh no, I'm the red monkey. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I was speaking into the top of my table mic when like, you the have the sound, mic like tilted. Well, because you're supposed you to it, like, speak into the top down. of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so y'all, this is just a life lesson. Just start before you're ready, before you're an expert. Like you will grow, you will get better. But if you don't just start, like if I didn't just start and made that mistake and messed up, we would never be here. And like, we're still growing. Mm. We're still learning. We still have ages, ages to go or, or whatever. But um, yeah, just to make you all feel better. Um, if, do you know that you're supposed to speak into the side of a table mic? Because I did not. <laughs> it's supposed to be up and down. It depends on the, it depends on the mic, but typically, yes. <laughs> I just thought it was like all mics that you speak into the top of it. Whatever. No, I mean, think about like a recording studio. Like when you, when you see like a recording studio with the pop filter and stuff, it's typically the side as well. Oh, okay. But maybe well, that's see, just I didn't because know that. of my history. That's just my history with like music and like studios. I will see ironically in, in college, cause I'm a theater major, I did a voiceover class and it was so much fun. And so I, like, I was a voiceover actor for like a semester and we, we did the same. It was in like a studio, like a recording studio. And you're right. You're right. It was, it was uh-huh. sideways. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> or sometimes well, mics are really weird and they're like circular and you just speak into Like, it's not like a, I don't know. Yeah. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> getting off yeah. topic. Getting so off topic. The point is, um, another really great thing that you can do. I'll throw this in here before Lindsay gets to software. Is just make sure you educate your guests as well. If your podcast does include guests, to the best way to record. So encourage them to get into a small room or a soundproofed room or just somewhere that's not super loud, not like a lot of distractions. Maybe not kids or dogs barking in the background or kids, you know eating their lunch or something. Um, and you know, tell them, Hey, please plug in headphones and, you know, use your headphones with a built-in mic or something like that, whatever level that you want, just make sure you actually put that information also out there for your guests, because likely some of them do not know how to do that. And so that just helps prepare them and make the sound overall sound really great. Yes. Okay. Now this last part is honestly, I think what prevented me from even like going in like us doing a podcast sooner. Cause it was just like this technical things that literally could be answered if you just simply Google it, but you don't have to, cause we're going to mm-hmm. give you this information. Um, but it, <laughs> I, I literally always had the thought of like, but how do you get like on Apple podcasts? Like it's like iTunes, mm-hmm. it's not called iTunes anymore. But like, I was just like, how do you do that? It doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. Like what? Um, so they are hosting platforms. Basically they're platforms that you upload your podcast to, and then they chuck it out to all the, the places like, Google we'll disperse it. Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that. So the one, the host that we use is Lisbon, but there's also Buzzsprout and Blueberry. And Blueberry is spelled like B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Um, so those are the three main ones. Um, and we love Lisbon. We use it. It's great. And you obviously have to pay for these hosting platforms, but I know that you can, there's packages that are higher priced or lower priced based on how many uh, podcast episodes a month that you're checking out. So. I don't know mm-hmm. why I keep saying shucking out. <laughs> but, shucking out into the world. Yeah. It's just a great way to, 
you not have to manually like go in and go into like the back end of every single platform to like upload or update or anything like that. It's just basically one central command well, I don't even think you command can do that. Center. I don't even know how you would go into the background of Apple Podcast. Like I can't, I don't have access to Apple Podcasts. You know what I'm saying? I think there's, I think there's a way you can't, I don't actually know. We just use Lisbon, but that was in my head. I was like, you would have to go manually put yourself up on every single platform, but yeah. it's basically a command center that sh- like, shoots it out, chucks it out For sure. to like the, all the platforms. Yeah. So the other software that we use um, is Calendly for scheduling. So Calendly is really great, especially when you have two co-hosts who live lives and have different schedules. Um, we block out Mondays for this reason, for guest shows and solo shows, but uh, we use Calendly. So that way, when a guest when we reach out to a guest, we just link the Calendly link and then they can schedule like whatever time on whatever Monday that works best for them. Um, and that way it's just super streamlined. We don't have to do a bunch of back and forth emails trying to schedule between three different people, like a bunch of different times and especially time zones. The thing about Calendly that's really nice is when you look at Calendly, it shows up in your own time zone, but it's reflected in the other person's time zone. So like for a me example, California is three hours ahead of Hawaii. Sometimes it's two hours, depending on what time of year. Daylight savings is fun. Um, <laughs> but but so it's it's really nice that Evie can look at a time and it can be reflected in her time zone. Whereas I look at the same time, but it's it'll be like 10 a.m. Evie's time or 7 a.m. my time. So that's really nice. So we use Calendly just for those logistical scheduling, which is awesome. And then lastly, how we record virtually, not in the same place, and you, even if you were in the same place, you could still do this and you would just be together. Um, but it's really nice. We use Zencaster. Some other ones that we can use are Ringer, Skype, or Zoom. Um, those are all ones we typically pop back and forth between Zencaster and Ringer, depending on if one of them is down or whatever. I think a lot of more people are podcasting uh, in the recent COVID situation. So sometimes... Uh, the system is overloaded. But those are really good um, platforms. We really like mm-hmm. both Ringer and Zencaster, mainly because if you pay for them, um, they record your audio separately. And mm-hmm. so... So you have separate tracks. Yep, which is really good for your audio engineer or just whoever's editing your podcast, even if it's you, to be able to tweak. Like if somebody's peaking, you can tweak that person's audio track without affecting the others, um, which is really peaking just nice. means... Yeah too oh, yeah. loud and it's it's like vibrating or it it's, it's just like too when loud and it, someone screams into the mic and it's like well I'm not gonna it's like do it it's distorted <laughs> yeah it's called peaking <laughs> just in case you didn't know <laughs> yes so that's yeah. what we use um and it's really just nice to be able to like get on record and then it automatically downloads and we have our podcast manager go in and then like send it to our audio engineer and all that so that's yeah. what we use and yeah and something else that you can use if you don't want to, if you're, if it's just you recording on your own, you're not planning to have any guests or anything like that, you can also use like GarageBand that's automatically built into your computer. That's also a free and super easy option for you to just get started. So you don't also, have to use. I've also seen people literally use the voice notes of their phone. Like it might yeah. be a little bit lesser quality, but I think the encouragement here is don't let all this technicality or the payment even of some of these things stop you. Like literally, mm-hmm. you can use at the bare minimum if you just paid for the the cheapest subscription on Lisbon or one of the other platforms, you could do everything for free other than that because you could have your iPhone yeah. and literally just record it into your voice notes. Like, yeah, sure, it's not the best quality, but it's still like doing something and progress is better than perfection. And so just like getting yep. out there and getting out of your head, getting out of your own way, I guess, to actually just 
put out content, no matter if it's not technically perfect, you can always grow and get better equipment as you, as you progress. So good. Don't let the fear of not nailing it on the first try stop you from actually doing it. Just put it out there, get over yourself, get out there. It can be scary, but it's worth it. So I hope this was helpful to give you a quick recap. First of all, pick a niche and pick a title. Pay attention to the searchability. That's really important. And make sure you're actually focusing on who you're trying to target and who your audience is. Secondly, pay attention to your workflow and your format. So what style do you want to have the podcast more conversational and loose or more strict and scripted, which typically means more on the dot and educational or whatever. Do you plan to post three times a month, four times a month, eight times a month? You know, ask yourself those questions. What days do you want to post? Just you, other guests, and then gear and software. Really, you don't have to be super fancy about it. Just get started with whatever you have in front of you and you can grow as you continue with what you're working on. I was going to say grow as you go, but that kind of felt like a little lame. So I just- It was rhyming. My words. <laughs> you can grow as you go. <laughs> it's true though. I love it. Wait, you can grow as you go. It's true though. <laughs> That's so lame. I just became a poet, but I didn't even know it. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I hope today's episode was informational and helpful to just get you started, get your foot in the door with podcasting. If you liked today's episode, we would love it if you screenshot and shared on your Instagram stories, tagged us, and we love seeing those and we love being able to reshare them on the heart and just show that people are tuning in and listening and the takeaways that they're getting from it um, or the funny moments where we're just being total dorks and you enjoy it. <laughs> Any of that works. Also, and if you want to be a part, we really love dancing videos to our theme song. That's our favorite. Yes. Yes. Because we intentionally so picked that song to be a vibe. Because it was because it was boppy. We were like, oh yeah, we want to bop with this. So (laughs) yes, share that. If you want to be a part of a really incredible community of entrepreneurs and creative business owners, come on over to our podcast Facebook group. It's such a great community. Lindsay and I are in there doing polls, answering questions, just enjoying life and business with you guys. That's our free podcast group. So the link will be in the show notes. And then if you want to follow Lindsay, myself, or our education company over on Instagram, those handles are at Mrs. Lindsay Roman for Linz, at Evie Rupp for myself, and at The Heart University for the two of us. I was going to say three of us. There's no third person. The two of us combined for our education company where this podcast also has a home. So we would love to connect with you over there. Slide into our DMs, mention us in your stories, whatever you want. We would love to chat and say hi. And in the meantime, go crush this week, kick butt, and we're in your corner. Woo!